0: Hey, I'm Parker Lennon. And this is Chuck Stack. And you're listening to Fac Fitness use fitness as a goal for something we wanted to do and, and it allowed us to do things like rock climbing and surfing and and do it in a fun way
1: things you should question yourself about before you compete
0: everybody's different. Yeah. and so if you think you're gonna be just like that study or you think you're gonna fall directly into that category you're probably wrong
1: I follow doctors and certain trainers that are PhDs and stuff so that I can get what they're doing their research on high
0: game is the relentless procedure. Suit of meeting new people. Was, <laughs> this or, is like killing a <laughs> little organisms at a time. I was in a really bad place, but what got me through was fitness, number one, and secondary was meditation and really good friends, of course.
1: So, what is this one called, Chuck? This one is aesthetics versus athletics. <laughs> you um, said it so much better earlier. <laughs> yeah, I know, that was like rushed or something. <laughs> yeah. Aesthetics versus athletics.
0: Oh, okay, I like um, that.
1: Let's yeah. See. Anyway, so um, we're, we're just talking about the difference in training and kind of uh, in goal setting. A lot of people fail to realize that there's kind of two major paths that we pretty much divided stuff into in this way, um, and that's basically athletics and aesthetics. So um, what is athletics? Athletics is kind of the ability to move around better, um, to perform better, if it be for sport or movement or health or whatever. It's just simply to move better, faster, stronger, longer.
0: And it's it's very specific to a sport usually, which right. you just kind of covered. Yeah, the specificity um, is, uh, is Specificity, there specificity. is. Yeah, specificity. Yeah, specificity. Yeah. Say so that
1: like 30 times
0: fast. <laughs> With athletics? <laughs> <Yeah>. As- athletics? <laughs> That's where I got the aesthetics <laughs> and
1: the athletics from because I can't say it fast.
0: So your um aesthetics are gonna be more geared towards looking good. So yeah. a lot of people are going for more of the aesthetic approach, which is why we talk about it a lot. Um and that's like putting on bigger muscle um, getting skinnier, making your hips well, look and, bigger, and, making and your butt look bigger. That's more of
1: like a subjective goal. A subjective goal. And, and that's exactly. kind of like what we we were talking about. It mostly is that the the athletics is a little more quantitative, to where mm-hmm. you're kind of setting PRs, you're setting new times, new you know weights, setting lifting more weight.
0: You're looking to win.
1: Yeah, you're looking to win, and then the aesthetics is more uh, sub, subjective. It's more qualitative, so it's more based on opinion. Um, you're saying basically like. I want to develop my arms more or I want my waist smaller or, or I
0: want a six pack.
1: I want a six pack. or I want a booty or I want those aesthetics.
0: Um, and then it is subjective on how you win in a show, too, which is <coughs> politics. But anyways. yeah, well,
1: it's it's and that's where the, the bodybuilding stuff comes in. And mm-hmm. it's just uh, that's their sport. And there's different ways to look at it. But. That's kind of our main dividing point that we can kind Ours of see. It's like good for you. Yeah. <laughs> we like to be like, I crossed the finish
0: line first. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes. I did we're, that. You we're did it. Very much quantitative. <laughs> yeah. So um so yeah, as far as, as how do you train for one or the other, um, is it do you just go at it and hack away? Uh, probably not so much. I mean that's that's not the best approach in any situation. But
0: it's all gonna come back to uh, with us periodization and planning out stuff.
1: Yes. And either goal you have, you should be going through periodization and having kind of that systematic approach to where you do have certain phases, so to speak. So you're in one phase for six to eight weeks, maybe even down to four weeks, three weeks. um, But then you're in another phase for the same amount of time, if not more, less. So if you have those different phases, different periods of training, you will definitely make progress and it'll ensure that you don't overtrain, so to speak
0: exactly and if you've if you've heard any of our podcasts you've heard the term cutting and you've heard the term bulking and those are phases of more the aesthetics approach not the athletic
1: yeah and then in my opinion when it comes to athletics uh, periodization is based off of three major factors. It's stability, it's strength, and it's power. That's the three major pillars of periodization.
0: Endurance.
1: And within those, there's different uh, subcategories, and endurance is one of those subcategories. So you, the first stability phase is stability, which is just how stable can you be through one joint, um, through a hip, through uh, an area, um, and then through both joints then you have stability endurance so how long can you be stable for how long um or how yeah how how stable can you be for how long yeah for or what duration so um then you have your strength which is just kind of like maximal strength how strong can you get then strength endurance and then up from that you have hypertrophy and then into your power phases so your power phases are basically maximal power and power endurance so and, and i actually kind of like to endur- add that power endurance because in the athletics that's typically one of the um missing components in athletics is that they they train power they train like how can i move weight faster and be a little bit stronger um and they fail to realize that mo- in most sports you have to be powerful for in the longer. middle of an
0: endurance phase too that's yeah. another thing and it, that's where uh I will give it to the CrossFitters, you know, the CrossFitters are very good at being powerful in the middle of whatever the hell they're doing.
1: Sure. And and they follow a little bit more of a micro periodization, but that was my biggest realization about a lot of these new gyms and a lot of these mm-hmm. new um, fads, so to speak, is that nobody really focuses or utilizes the periodization, you know, and that's a, a huge missing component at not training as hard, but getting way better results.
0: That's the other podcast that we've been wanting to do that I've been talking about is the... Um, pushing out a workout to thousands of gyms that's you know just one person designing a workout and now all of orange theory I'm just going to name drop is following it. I'm not a big fan of that um and they're trying to push that on our gyms too and i'm not not a huge fan so anyways, um we're gonna go into uh movement patterns first, and that's gonna be for your athletic so we're gonna start with athletics and we'll move into aesthetics maybe are we gonna do them together or we're gonna do two separate things I
1: think let's do it um but together, yeah, yeah. yeah, just so okay. that you can kind of get the difference between what yeah. is in under what category, um, and then how it compares to the difference in the next category. So, um, in, in talking about muscle, muscle or movement patterns, that's a, a applying more to athletics. Uh, in aesthetics, you're applying it more to kind of muscle groups, splits, um, training, you know, weak muscle groups, looking for more of a pump, uh, over, you know, m- looking for more performance. So, in the athletics, we have more agility, a little more Olympic lifting, power lifting, you know, to make sure that you do get a little bit stronger, that you do get a little more powerful. Um, and those are usually when you find those is in the strength and power phases, uh, intensity based over split based. So, like I said, in the aesthetics, you're looking for more of a split program, more of your body, traditional bodybuilder type program. Um, otherwise, the in the aesthetics, again, you're looking for more of a pump, it's a little bit more volume based, right yeah
0: you're you're, you're basically trying to um y- you're focusing more on what is going to be most utilized to build muscle and keep the muscle on versus um what is going to make you perform better
1: right and uh, and a lot of times they're not the same um no you know, sometimes it does take a little more volume to get a little better performance but that's not Always the case, you know. So sometimes it's just taking a longer rest interval, or right. you know, changing your program design entirely, um, or even shifting into a new phase. So, uh, in aesthetics, one—I mean—that what that brings to mind is uh, HRV training, you know. So, um, or heart rate variability. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, so it's in aesthetics or in athletics you usually hear that a lot the heart rate variability training that's where an athlete comes in and they base their workout on the intensity um based on where their heart rate falls so if their heart rate's kind of spiked and it doesn't come down real quick it's a low intensity workout if their heart rate's low and kind of normal or like normal for their base then they're going to have an intense workout so it's that's one way to focus on training in uh, athletics over aesthetics
0: yeah and you know in aesthetics a lot of times it's it's just like you're going into it and you're kind of you're feeling out how your muscles feel from the day before a lot of times you don't take days off
1: yeah or you um, have a frequency set for the yep. your lagging body parts and yep. and that's kind of it's more hypertrophy based so um in the athletic or the aesthetic subjective
0: it's really subjective to how you feel that day
1: right yeah i mean like if you're you feel like man my shoulders are really lagging today Mm -hmm. or this week or month you're going to focus you know maybe on doing shoulders more you know in the next couple weeks a few weeks or Uh, if you
0: can't get your lats to pop or your booty to be there
1: yeah and and again it's it's a a very subjective um way of training you know and a lot of times it's going for more of a connection you know rather than going for more that's huge
0: yeah i don't think we have that on here but the difference, I think, a lot of times with aesthetic people who are looking to look better versus athletic people is they have a very good mind-body connection. I know I've said this a thousand times, but if you can connect your mind to that muscle exactly where you're trying to work, it's going to be a lot better for you if you're trying to develop it. If it's lagging, a lot of times what it is is a neurological disconnect from your brain to that muscle, so you just really can't, like, if I were to say, flex your your butt cheek. If you can't flex it, then you obviously don't have a great connection there.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. And and that's one of the things that in the the bodybuilding world they really tried to do. Uh, Their
0: masters at so.
1: it. Yeah. So it's just… Uh,
0: there's th- something to be said. You know, we can talk shit about bodybuilders all day, but there's something to be said about having that mind-muscle connection. A lot of people don't, and that's why we're talking about movement patterns. Agility is very important. and going through your Olympic and power lifts, um, in a sequence that builds that pattern where you're doing no weight at all and going through the patterns and, um, building into your weight is huge too, for the beginners.
1: Sure. Yeah. And as far in as, advanced. as far as those movement patterns, you know, you have your front to back movements, your side to side movements, your transverse movements. So transverse being rotational movements. Um, it, and those are kind of what you're thinking of when you're doing athletics over, uh, aesthetics. So, um,
0: and what agility would be? Because I know a lot of people don't know what the term agility is. Um, think about the ladder drills. If you ever did the ladder drills, maybe in like one of your sports, um, when you're going through and doing movement patterns that are kind of not natural, um, or maybe you're doing like some uh, like hurdles, things of that nature, where it's it's a odd movement pattern. It's not like running or you know your your side to side motion that's very um, fluent. That in a lot of sports, it's actually like those ridiculous drills that are the uh, agility drills um you can think cone drills too if you did track warm-ups you're like your high knees your skips all those things are agility um and then you know if you've never looked into olympic and powerlifting it's a very complicated process i'm actually going through and learning my my first kind of my intro to olympic lifting and god it's hell it's you know there's a lot to it this is a this is a multi-step lift where you're taking a weight from usually all the way on the ground all the way up to over your head or you know at least you know most of the way up standing up with the weight so
1: yeah and that's a, another thing to to point out is that in athletics you usually train more for performance in the sense that you know you're trying to get x amount of lifts or you're trying to get you know x amount of sprints or you're trying to beat a time or you're trying to stay within certain range um whereas the aesthetics you're kind of more going off a of feel um and yep. you know if you are getting that pump if you are getting um blood localized to that area uh as well as just kind of focusing on um like pre-exhaustion as well you know like that's mm-hmm. another big thing that's focused on more than the aesthetics is you know pre-exhaustion and post-exhaustion of a muscle group so what i mean by that is say, doing biceps before pull-ups, and that's pre-exhausting the biceps, so it stimulates a little bit of extra growth, whereas in athletics, that's, like, unheard of. You don't really want to pre-exhaust anything you're trying to perform with because it's going to inhibit your performance, so.
0: Yeah, and another thing, too, like, um, you typically don't, um, I'm trying to think of a great way to describe this without losing my train of thought, um, you don't, you... you this is completely anecdotal but you don't hear a lot of athletes that know what weight they're lifting their coaches gives them a weight sure and they have no like when they come out of their sport they have no clue what weights they should be lifting they they don't even know how to program that's a common thing i get like i'm talking about people that are like damn near professional football players will come out and be like i don't know how to work out in the gym sure i'm like what the. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, my buddy just approached
1: me. He started training with me um, as more of an advisor for program design. Mm-hmm. And that that's exactly it. He's like, I, I want to train now. I understand, you know, the science behind it. Help me help teach me that, you know, and he's a smart, smart guy, too. He's yeah. in. in um, in school also so
0: Cause they're told what to do they follow a program that's designed by their coach and they don't really know much more than that
1: or they're just naturally gifted and very talented and, yep. and have practiced a lot of skills and have gotten very good at the skills of their sport and everything but not that aren't necessarily uh gifted in the training aspect you know they haven't had to to physically train to get to that level but they have had to work on skills to mm-hmm. get to that level so it's a lot different way of working also and sometimes athletics doesn't require as much lifting or as much of everything so the other thing that i wanted to really point out in the difference between athletics and aesthetics is that in athletics the, there's a very big um priority placed on flexibility, mobility, and the nervous system. That was like something we talked about with the connectivity um, with the bodybuilding and the aesthetics. But uh, the, what I mean by nervous system is the ability to perform, the ability to perform at a high level. Uh, so you can't—you have to focus on if your body's getting tired or if you're taking the appropriate rest intervals and stuff of that nature. Um, and you do have to focus on, I mean, in, a, in a, aesthetics, when you focus on imbalances, it's more of a uh, an appearance. You know, you're looking on symmetry. Uh, you look at somebody that has good symmetry, and they have, you know, maybe a small waist and big shoulders, or they have, you know, big shoulders and uh, big biceps, triceps, you know, and kind of a smaller waist. Like that gives you the appearance of having bigger arms, so to speak. So
0: yeah, it's completely subjective, and it's it's very based on height it's it's based on how long your arms are like anatomy
1: yeah anatomy completely it's your muscle bellies you know how Uh long are your muscles are the muscles short are they condensed do you have you know longer tendon lengths do you have shorter tendon lengths? do you have longer muscle bellies do you have like so for example in myself i have short legs a long torso and little stubby arms so
0: it's t-rex arms
1: yeah so it, it but a lot of times people you know we'll say like oh you have you know a big chest or something like that and it's like yeah i've got a huge torso <laughs> you know yeah. so it it gives the appearance that i ha- that i'm thick and everything too so
0: it- yeah and and i have long arms right. long legs and a teeny little torso <laughs> sure <So laughs> my it, torso
1: is nothing it gives you the appearance of being you know maybe mistaken as as being you know, skinnier or leaner mm-hmm. you know whereas somebody like myself can get blocky and can get kind of thick how much you wear it, right? right now i weigh one i weighed myself yesterday at 188 so, so
0: i weigh about 10 pounds more than you
1: i know that's a, a rarity for for right now so yeah um but yeah and, and it's I'm trying to combine a little bit of my athletics with my aesthetics, and that's kind of how Parker and I have trained for the majority of our careers is to incorporate some aesthetics in with the athletics. Uh, in discussion earlier, um, I have trained tendency or ha- have had more of a tendency to train specifically for athletics. Um, Parker agreed that he has trained more for aesthetics and it has made him athletic. So there's there's, as we always say, there's more than one way to do it. Uh, and, it's- and
0: that's that's only lifting. I would say I when I lift, I lift purely aesthetically because I was doing triathlons before and I just didn't want to be one of those, you know, beanpole skinny kids like I was, you know, going up, growing up in, in high school and college. I didn't really. So in college, actually, when I was doing the triathlons, I lifted for aesthetic purposes. Did it help me become faster? Probably wasn't the best thing, but I still, you know, was at the top of my sport because, I put in the work, so
1: yeah, and that goes down to with your when you're training with athletics, you have to take your skill into consideration mm-hmm. and into your training. Also, you can't just entirely train in the gym or outside of the gym, or you can't train just your skill. You know, you and, definitely and cannot train for a
0: triathlon time. specifically in a gym. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, I mean, unless and, you want to use rowing for your swimming, which will never translate. You're screwed.
1: Yeah, so I mean, that's uh, <clears throat> that's a lot of the basics that we could kind of. Con- taken right down for the difference between training for how you look versus how you perform and that's uh that's been one of the biggest things that we can see a a dividing point you know in how people train if they're training more for like the bodybuilding or how to change their body composition then they end up training more for aesthetics (laughs) See I keep I keep saying that. You just, uh, you
0: just want to say ass, man, just say it. We we mark our stuff as explicit so we can say yeah. shit, we can say fuck. Yeah, no, exactly. But that's a, it's just, it's
1: like hee hee I'm saying ass. Um but um anyways, so the athletics is strictly how you perform and it does take a lot to to balance out all those factors, so.
0: You know, we didn't co- we didn't cover one thing that I really wanted to. Um, Eating So, diet, we we just talked, we did two podcasts, we did meal prep and we did intermittent fasting. And when you're going for aesthetics, you got to consider, you know, like some sort of meal plan or um, some sort of uh, eating pattern that works for developing abs, whatever. Um, Or bulking cutting, you know, this is a very important part of those phases. Whereas with athletics, you know, coming from my endurance background, you have to consider it as fuel. So, the good thing, and we talked about this in our our podcast before, Um, you know, I think of food as fuel. So like a lot of times when I'm really in that mindset to be aesthetic, I can eat cold chicken because it's fuel to me. And that came from the athletic approach of, you know, hey, I need to get a bar in on this bike ride because, you know, it's 50 miles and I need some calories uh, for the 13 mile run afterwards. And that's, that's kind of a big thing we didn't talk about.
1: That, you know, and uh, as you were talking about, or as you mentioned some of these things or talked about the nutrition, I, the first thing that came to mind was supplementation. We didn't really mention that yeah. in, in prep for this, but, in athletics, you may have some limitations in what you can do as far as supplementation, uh, based on your sport or the sanction that you perform in, or um, your belief system. Whereas, the in the aesthetics, you're just simply on your belief system. So, if you want to take steroids, you can take steroids. You know, if you're in athletics, if you're in an unregulated, untested sport, go, you know, whatever you want. But most people perform in a sanction in a league that does drug testing or has limitations to that. So
0: and if you're looking for stuff that is legal, you need to look at your sanction. But a lot of times with like uh, certain supplements, they'll say ban substance free. Sure. And that's a good um, for the most part. I've not heard of any like crazy things happening with that. But that's, for the most part, that's, you know,
1: it's a good indicator, but yeah. it's not always true in every sport. So not be sure sport, that yeah. even if you are taking any supplementation that you are checking it. And just because you're taking something doesn't mean that it's not a precursor that could lead to you having a a false positive, so to speak, or Mm -hmm. having a positive. That's, uh, not from that exact chemical. So, um, you you gotta be careful. I mean, if you're, if you're always, if you're ever in doubt, contact the sanction, contact the organization that you perform in and ask them, you know, they'll, they'll tell you straight up, you know, no matter what it is like, yes, this is banned. No, this isn't, I'm not sure contact this person.
0: And if you're like, Hey, I don't know what that is. Like, it's the stuff that's weird. We're not talking about your your fish oil, your flaxseed oil, yeah, your multivitamins, multivitamins your creatine, shakes. protein. I'm guessing those are good um, with all of the sports. But we're talking about, like, you get into the <laughs> hydroxy cut, maybe some of these, like, crazy ass uh, pro yeah. hormones, SIRMs, SARMs. Pre workouts. Pre workouts are yeah. another one that have an extremely well, we large amount
1: of kind of like the DMAA yeah, that, that can give you a, a, a false positive. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that can give you false positives in the, if you're the taking something from Mexico, so.
0: it's probably not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: it, <laughs> and that's the thing, if you're taking something international or, or whatnot, then you do, you te- definitely have to check uh translation
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: as well as what the rules and regulations are in that country, as well as knowing them in your country, cause you don't want to come back home and have issues.
0: Yeah, and the thing is, you want to be, and we talk about belief system, Um, we're not talking about God, we're talking about your belief system and what you feel is morally right for your sport, so, you know, you're going to always have those people that just randomly get tested and they're like, oh shit, this person was on steroids, and usually it'll be like, oh, that makes sense now, Um, but we've had it happen, I I mean, I know some people in in our sports that are, that that have kind of went down that road, and...
1: Yeah, and through misinformation, they got busted yeah
0: and 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 that's the thing like i know that everybody wants to step up to that level and we still have yet to do a steroid pro hormone serm sarm um podcast because we're we're still like not sure how we want to position it because it's a touchy subject for a lot of people and a lot of our friends because we do have some that do it um but just if you want to be that next level don't cheat you know, if it's not legal, don't fucking do it. Yeah. If it if it is legal in your sport and you want to step up to that level, I'm 100% for whatever you want to do. I'm just, you know, for me, I'm not going to do that. So um, that's my take on that.
1: I agree 100%. I mean, th- that's something that I pride myself, and I know Parker prides himself on, is as being a natural athlete, that's what we pride ourselves on. We say, hey, we got here on our on our own, you know, in our own solitude, with our own training, um, under our own guidance. So
0: you know what brought this up, by the way, today? I We haven't talked about it. When we were talking about this is a common thing that I see a lot in the gym. Um, you have these big guys they are doing steroids, right? And, and you know, I'm not... I'm not huge. I'm not small. I'm like right in the middle somewhere. And Chuck's the same way. Like we're not gigantic, but we lift pretty big a lot. Sure. Um, when we're in the program to lift for strength or power. We're trying to hit, you know, that maximal load. And I've noticed on my max days, you know, I'll, I'll lift more than people that look gigantic compared to me
1: that's a great point because a lot of times aesthetics is not related to exactly performance by any means i mean some of the people don't get me wrong normally athletic people are jacked yeah it's not always the other way around Jacked people are not always athletic and it's that's a great point because people really misconceive that they see somebody sometimes and they're like man that's a really strong dude just because they're really big You know they might have joint issues or have you know anything going on or just
0: watch them walk watch their mobility and we're talking about just basic mobility walking around the gym how they sit down what they do if they can even you know get up from a a seated position on the the gym floor they can't do abs on the gym floor because god forbid they have to actually stand up because they can't move um and you know an athlete if you're looking at a football player soccer player almost all of them are going to be able to get knocked on their ass continuously and then stand up again fast yeah and that's 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 part of their sport and get back to the game yeah and so that's where you can kind of divide the line you you know when you're looking in the gym i know if you're listening to this you're obviously interested in the gym and you're probably like you know I, i know exactly what they're talking about um the big difference is function versus um actual looks you know function is more important to the athlete versus the person who wants to just look good and that same person might go out and play football with you on the beach and they throw a football and they pull their lat or their, you know, medial delt. <laughs> sure.
1: And that's, you know, that might be related to fitness or, or I mean, flexibility or mobility or, you know, just the lack of those things. So, so
0: maybe they worked on developing, you know, huge delts and uh, they forgot to do some rotator cuff work.
1: However, this brings up a good point because okay. sometimes and with a lot of strong man and and powerlifters and stuff—they actually may have l- a lot of limited flexibility or mobility in a certain area, and that's what helps them be stronger in a certain lift. Uh, so it's it's interesting how you know a lot of these factors do relate to most. And we're and and when we're dividing these into this thing, we're obviously making a generalization. But it's it's interesting how everything has its own facets of.
0: Well, let's do focus. this. Here's here's a good thing that we like to do. Let's let's be who we are and we we like to be well versed. We want to be athletic, mm-hmm. but we also want to be aesthetic, right? Yes. So let's put those two together, and let's kind of push people in the right direction for a combination of both. Because we're we're kind of dividing it. We're like this person's here and this person's here, but you how know, do you be
1: athletic and aesthetic? Yeah, yeah,
0: I I'm that dude that benches three hundred, but also can do a muscle up, and I I think and that's that's a cool thing. Like I want to be able to be well versed, and then go out and run. You know, but. 10 mile race and not sweat it
1: and that's been my goal through the fitness industry as well it's just yep. to, to be that guy that that like yeah he does run with his clients yeah he does do this He yeah he does do that you know yeah the dude goes out and rides his bike for hours on end and just it's we
0: paddle out and surf when the you know hurricane matthew's coming over
1: I want to be able to Triple do over whatever F. I want exactly, you know, and that's that's kind of what we train for. So with the athletics, you know, sometimes you do have to take into consideration aesthetics because we spoke about this today. As being extreme sports athletes, we mm-hmm. have had to have, focus on having a good musculature and having solid muscle tone because that resists impact when we fall, when we go down in a wave, when we hit the ground on the on the trails, you know. And those are it's the not things an, that it's prevent an, us from being injured.
0: It's not an if. It's a win. It's going to happen yeah. for us. So we know that if we're carrying a lot of weight, we have to be strong in certain areas like our shoulders. And we both have had shoulder problems and you've had shoulder surgery, right?
1: Uh, I've not had shoulder surgery, but I've yeah. had it just it on my wrist. I've separated my shoulders Stay multiple separated. times. I've sublexed my shoulders. I've broken my right. I, you're, you might be thinking of when I shattered my shoulder, <laughs> when I broke my humerus and my scapula at the same time. Um, yeah. And you know, just completely annihilated my. Mother, I, but
0: I could have also grouped you in with Mikey because you both <laughs> did shit to your shoulders lot. My my left one, I have a shoulder injury, but it's kind of good because it pops out when it when it gets hurt and then it pops back in. So yeah. it's just a muscle thing that I have to
1: fix. Sure, and and, um, and you know that's the thing is working through injuries, previous injuries, mm-hmm. and how that affects your training and what you need to do to prevent further injury of that area or to strengthen that injury.
0: And that's where you know, even if you're training for aesthetics, um, or if you're, let's say you're the, the athlete that came to you for programming, he probably has some sort of pre existing injury that he's coming into his programming with. So he knows that he needs to work on certain areas. Like both of us, we know that like my lower back's not that great. And right. so when I'm, you know, working on an overhead squat, I'm very, you know, considerate of my back and, you know, developing the form is huge. And also programming for that is huge. So even with the aesthetic people, a lot of those people like we're talking about they're tight in one area they don't have the mobility they end up kind of crossing over at some point in their lifting career to this path where they're doing mobility training right and they're starting to consider you know like hey maybe i should do some power lifts it's going to help me grow a little bit um it's going to help me become more of a better athlete because at some point you know being on stage is great being a bodybuilder is great but you want to go out and like play football with your kids you say know?
1: functional ability yeah usually trumps all so it's just one of those things that you do have to focus on you know what your priorities are and it's funny now because now you're starting to hear a lot of bodybuilders and a lot of Mm -hmm. people in the aesthetic world saying oh wait I need to focus on health and functional and you know like my I have kids and they can outrun me and stuff like that so it's just one of those things that you do have to kind of pick and choose your priorities and like I mentioned I mean normally aesthetics goes in hand with athletics uh it's it's I mean, you perform better. You usually look better.
0: This is what I've been telling my clients lately. Um, performance is what I'm really going for. The side effect is fat loss. Yeah. Um, the side effect is your aesthetic gains that you're sure. going to get. Um, so if I can see them perform better in the gym, doesn't matter if they're way overweight or you know a skinny guy trying to lift more weights. When they perform better, you can see it. it is, it's hand in hand. It's a side effect of performance. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I think on that note, is there anything else you wanna cover?
1: I think that the only other thing that I would like to mention is cardio.
0: Oh yeah, we um, should get real quick, we need to hit that.
1: Yeah, cardio is, uh, is definitely sports specific in athletics. Um, so if you're an endurance athlete, you're gonna be doing more endurance-based cardio. Mm-hmm. If you're a sprint athlete, you're gonna be doing more sprint-based cardio. Um, there is kind of a point of no return. So if you're an endurance athlete, you don't wanna to do too much sprint training and if you're a sprint athlete you don't want to do too much endurance training i don't necessarily believe in this as an endurance athlete myself i do a lot of sprint training a lot of short bursts a lot of power training and stuff of yeah that we're nature.
0: both we're hand in hand on this one because i i, I don't think that you know like my dad he's a long I, as you guys have heard he's a, he does ironman triathlons and so he for the longest time never did sprint training And we started working with him on sprint training. Times got better. Uh, He became more athletic as far as being well-versed. And you're going to notice very big performance gains if you're focusing on the shorter distances too. And we'll get into this. We're going to do a podcast on marathon training. We're going to talk about this more soon too.
1: Yeah, and uh, so the thing is also is that kind of think of it like this. Um, Well, okay, so before I get into that, with the cardio. So in, in aesthetics, usually cardio is based off of aesthetics. It's Mm -hmm. off of how you look. So sometimes fasted cardio is what affects people better, you know, with BCAs and going into their cardio or protein and then going into their cardio or even fats first and going into their cardio. Um, You know, it also might be just a, a lot of times with the aesthetics, it's just sprint based. It's not you're not going for length of cardio you're going for how intense can you get in how short of a time and you're going for a metabolic metabolic effect
0: you know that might be a real east coast thing though because the aesthetic people on the west coast those motherfuckers just walked up on the treadmill incline like 40 degrees and <laughs> that's all they ever do man yeah that's a good point i've never seen them i don't know that they can sprint
1: right that's a good point. And and that kind of goes like along lines with a lot of the bodybuilders. They do the short low you know, intensity are insi- the I, short being kind of the, the lower No, they phases, are short. They're
0: bodybuilders. Remember we talked about this <laughs> <Yeah>. earlier? <laughs> right. They're 5'5" um, 5'6". Five, five, sure.
1: And yeah, 5'5". Five, five, <laughs> five one, man. That's it. it's all about body height. But anyways, um so yeah, it's it's normally Kind of like minimal intensity, you know, longer duration. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get into that magic fat burning zone. Um, so it's just
0: they're not off on it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna call them out and say that they're wrong because I think too many people are doing more of what we've done in the past, where we're very very high intensity and probably producing a lot of cortisol and stuff too. Sure. And in negative stress to the body is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, there's um, a lot of
1: oxidative stress and stuff. Yeah. And the, the high intensity interval training and stuff. So.
0: But I th- I think. I think in some senses, steroids have a lot to do with that. I know we have already talked about that, but you know, your cardio is very dictated by what you're taking in, you know, with your supplements, how your diet is, and you know that steroids do play a huge factor in that. And you you also don't want to develop your heart. You don't want to you know do long and distance long distance endurance and develop your heart muscle on steroids.
1: Yeah, because it basically gives you an enlarged heart. Exactly, you end up having a lot of complications from that. So. And I,
0: I think that that's that's why they don't do a lot of that high intensity sprinting.
1: Well, and that's also I just heard from a friend, an insider of the bodybuilding industry, is that some some bodybuilders, if you notice, that's why they do shortened ranges of motion. You know, is mm-hmm. because it's easier on their tendons on their joints because they're typically running a lot of gear and it's not We've gotta really do this good.
0: podcast on steroids so, because we're we're talking about stuff that we know but a lot of people don't get And it and i know this because i have this conversation it's the first thing anybody asks if you if you look remotely in shape and you have decent enough size biceps and chest everybody's gonna ask you if you're doing steroids this is the first thing that happens and i'm like what are you on i'm like uh bro i'm on that natty don't even Take whey protein right now, so. uh Hey.
1: Hey. What are you on, bro? Natty gains. Natty gains.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm on that chicken breast, bro.
0: I'm on that chicken breast. It tastes like shit all the time, bro. I
1: hate that chicken breast and broccoli.
0: No, but it's a common it's a common thing to get that and tilapia. Um, tilapia.
1: Nothing but tilapia <laughs> for like days on end.
0: That's all they do. <laughs> tilapia.
1: That's that's what I want to do. Eat like the poop eater of all (laughs) fish (laughs) like it's like a a poop filter fish
0: it's only good if you have like a a ton and ton of baja spice
1: we should have talked about this on on meal prep what but with like a lot of the prep still in the tilapia dude farm-raised tilapia is like horrible for you yeah it's like gross like go ahead and do go ahead and do some research on youtube there about farm yeah <laughs> go it, ahead i dare you
0: and the funny thing is you know i've heard this talk that's about what, that's why we podcasts. follow a lot of
1: this weird fitness stuff is because yeah. we learn the truth about what's what's going on out there and we're like i don't want to do that
0: dude i would <laughs> like i said i was pescatarian i said that on the the meal prep i was pescatarian for a while and I have not put fish in my prep in a long time because I'm just like, "Mm -mm, no more.
1: It's hard. I mean, but so that's another thing with the nutrition. um, Athletics is typically a little bit more flexible with their nutrition. Yeah, It's it's more kind of generalized in the sense of intake based off of movement. So if you're more active, you eat more. If you're less active, you eat less. So that's kind of like, I would say, a simple premise of what the... Athletics world eats like, um, I mean the. Have you
0: ever heard Michael Phelps is like ten thousand calories a day, which is probably about right.
1: Right. No, and that's and that's insane. It's but at the same time, he's, his
0: intensity and and uh, his actual load that he's doing as far as volume is way up there.
1: Sure, and because most athletics are training multiple times a day. Uh, that's another thing that, that is co- done commonly in the athletic world or the aesthetic world is aesthetics focuses on kind of beating yourself up, giving yourself rest, allow yourself to recover, and then train again. Whereas athletics tends to be, can you perform? Let's perform. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, if like, you look at like, you lose two a days, you do three a days. I mean, I, I, yeah. at times when I do my longer races and I start getting my base miles in, I have to train. I have to ride three times a day or two times a day to get mm-hmm. my miles in. So
0: yeah, when I was training for, we're going to talk about marathon marathon training. We we're actually going to try to do it tonight, but it uh, is going to get pushed back to next week. So um, I would do two a days because the the amount of miles that you have to put in is ridiculous. You know, you can't cover that in one run constantly throughout a regular life.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. So. I hope that uh, that gave you some insight as far as the uh, aesthetics versus athletics world. And mm-hmm. you know, as always, contact us if you have any questions. If you're kind of thinking, man, maybe I'm not focused so much on athletics, or maybe I'm focused more on aesthetics. You know, just contact us. Let us know. Yeah. Um. You know, see, bounce something off of us. We'll try to address. Yeah, it on let the us podcast. know what your program
0: or, is. That would be good to know. Like what what your program is now. Maybe you're you're not getting the aesthetic gains that you want. Um, we make programs for our clients all day long. Um, we have some systems in place. We're working on our programs right now. We actually um, are in the works to push one out. So um, let us know, and we'll we'll kind of base some of our stuff off of what you give us feedback-wise.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, so one more thing about the athletics and the aesthetics before we we, we you go. You can't let it go. Yeah, I can't. Uh, you can't this, let it go. This is the last thing that I'm kind of thinking. It better be
0: important, man. I'm going to be pissed. It better You're be important. You're making me lose it. Go for it i lost it good <laughs> on so, that on that, that note <laughs> we're gonna end this one here yeah. and we'll
1: we'll definitely address this in in further podcasts so
0: yep all right have a good night ttyl or day brb adios bye-bye muchachos see you later alligator
1: <laughs> peace <laughs> i like that one we're in, we're in florida Thank you for listening to
0: FAQ Fitness Podcast. If you liked our show, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. For more workout programs, video resources, and to ask your fitness questions, check out our website at faqfitnesspodcast.com.